a special Super Bowl edition of the Seco Sports Forum this time around, featuring two things synonymous with the big game, food and predictions. And we have our panel joining us today. Well, let's kick things off. Let's go to our resident football expert, Roger Brown from the New Hampshire football report.com. Before we get your Super Bowl picks, I, I want to know, is there anything happening here in the state as far as the schoolboy football? Well, there's always some realignment issues uh, happening, Sherm, because it's a year, every two years, they take a look at things and make some adjustments and try and put teams where they belong. And I don't think anything has been finalized, but I think what you'll see is uh, Division One will have a different look next year in terms of number of conferences and who's in which conference and um, some other subtle things like, uh, you know, a little bit longer season and uh, a few more non-conference games for each Division One team. So I think there's there's quite a few changes coming and those will probably be finalized here in the near future. Do you have any other news on, on the UNH front? How about that on football? Well, they signed a bunch of uh, New Hampshire kids on signing day, uh, you know, earlier this month. Um, of course, they already have the, the tight end from Goffstown, uh, Peyton Strickland, but they got uh, Colby Ramshaw from Londonderry and uh, Jackson Stone from Hanover both got scholarships to play. So, you know, three New Hampshire kids in one class uh, getting scholarship money is very rare. So uh, either it was a very talented class, uh, high school class in New Hampshire, or, or UNH is putting more emphasis on uh, in-state kids. But good to see some local kids staying home and be playing in Durham. Well, it's time. Uh, we're hitting all the uh, experts, all the, all the panelists from the Seco Sports Forum. First off, your take on what happened to get Cincinnati and San Francisco to the Super Bowl. What 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 did you think about some of those games leading up to it? I didn't think Pat Mahomes played very well, and if he had played just okay, they Kansas City probably would have made it right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and same thing on the other side. The San Francisco had the Rams right where they wanted them. I thought up ten in the fourth quarter, and I'm not a uh, Garoppolo basher. But I will say, uh, you know, when you need a drive to get a field goal at the end of the game, I don't feel all that confident in him. Right. You know, I think he's a pretty good quarterback. I just don't, um, you know, crunch time. I'd rather have other guys, I think, I guess is the best way to put it. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I didn't feel very good. And, you know, he tried to make a play there at the end. I give him all the credit for that. On the uh, interception late, I don't really think that was his fault. He was just uh, desperation. What What about the game between the the Bills and Kansas City? That was a slobber knocker. The, the, the yeah, Allen versus Mahomes matchup. To, to yeah, wow, that was something else. And that why I wanted to bring it up is I was disappointed that they didn't have a full quarter to play. One more extra quarter to play. And, and the cumulative score would have been the winner, not this coin toss and, and, and uh, who gets ball first and scores first and all that jazz. What, what's your take on it? Yeah, I mean, I've always been a proponent of just playing normal football in overtime, whether it's 10 minutes or another quarter, you know, bring the kicking game into it, return game. Right. Uh, I don't want to gimmick it up. No. And so I just think they should set a time limit, whether it's eight minutes or 10 or a full quarter or whatever they want to do. And so you have a winner, yeah. you know, let you it go play another. I mean, they get the, the loser gets the rest of the, 
year off, right? So, you know, they can go in overtime if they had to. Um, so I don't like any of these overtime rules that I've seen. I don't want to see the college overtime or or anything like that. So I, I just like them to play it for a set amount of time. I want to get your take on, obviously, the big news in the past week was TB12 calling it quits after 22 seasons. Uh, your take on Brady and, and his accomplishments and any feelings you had towards the retirement. I'm glad he's, it's over with. I don't want to hear anything else about it. Honest to God, I'm so sick of it. Great player. <laughs> provided a lot of enjoyment, but enough. You know, I, I, seriously, it's enough already. I mean, just everybody tries to put a spin on it real fast, you know. Just let the guy retire. <laughs> that's why I'm sick of it. It's just, everything gets overanalyzed. I didn't think there was any chance of him coming here, signing a contract and retiring as a Patriot. Like they said, I just don't see that happening. Yeah, uh, that might happen, Roger. But like I said, in the show before it, it, it just, it give it a year, at least 2023 is, is soon enough for them. Sure, to sure. Zero chance of that happening. Zero. Okay. No chance. Okay. No chance. Okay. No. Is it because of the feelings between he and the, and, and Belichick or is it, is it, I mean, the craft, I think it's probably more craft. Really? Um, the crafts were talking about putting the bronze statue up. As a, as a, that they may do, they may do that, but yeah. I think he wanted to retire here and they denied him that opportunity. So I, I don't think there's any chance of that. It's Cincinnati versus the Rams. Um, I feel good only for uh, Matt Stafford, he's finally got himself a team uh, after having spent years in the gulag of Detroit. Uh, now he's got a team behind him. Um, but this Joe Burrows kid, he's an up-and-comer, and he shows some spunk. So what's your prediction? I guess I have to pick the Rams in a close one, Sherm. Um, I just think they're, you know, better all-around team. Um, Burrow is terrific. I'd much rather read about him now than not to pile on Tom, but I mean, you know, Burrow's the next guy, right? It looks like, so mm -hmm. he's very interesting. Uh, he doesn't have nearly enough or as much around him as Stafford does on either side of the ball, but here they are right way ahead of schedule. So, you know, I'll be rooting for him and I wouldn't count him out, but I, I do think the Rams have the better team. Okay. So give it, give me a score. We'll just, you know, for fun score. Okay. How about, uh, about 27, 24 Rams. All right. <clears throat> Sticking with that. Okay. And uh, we'll have a tiebreaker. Who, uh, who scores first in the game? Team? Yeah. Uh, I'll say the Rams score first. Okay. And, and the ultimate yep. tiebreaker is, is it going to be a field goal or, or a touchdown? Uh, probably field goal. Go, go. Feel All right, that's just our tiebreaker. Now, the other portion of this uh, special Super Bowl edition of the Seco Sports Forum is that we're talking about Super Bowl food. Uh, you have a special snack you you have during the, or halftime snack? I don't. Whatever the family wants, but we've already begun preparations, so well, it's, what, what, uh, it's what, being what, discussed. Oh, oh, it's still in discussion. But now, what what is your favorite? If you had a choice, what would you hope that's on the menu that night? I don't know. It goes year to year for me, Sherm. It would be either be like uh, pizza and sub sandwiches, maybe. Okay. Or a bunch of appetizer items. Okay. One or the other, you know? All right. All right. Uh, I just, 
you can't go wrong with pizza. A lot of people are into the chicken wings now. My son wants uh, boneless chicken wings, so we'll see about that. I could get the grill going. I would need a steak tip, yeah. which I could do, I guess. Yeah, hey, be, be a trooper. <laughs> that's more like that's more like a fall. Yeah, that's that's a tailgating thing. The coach, Bill Taylor, we couldn't have a Super Bowl show without you. That's that's for sure. And coach, before we get talking about the Super Bowl and your picks, I want to know what you thought of the first NASCAR race of the season, the the big doings out at the L.A. Coliseum. Well, uh, it was very entertaining, actually, uh, the clash. Uh, What with the heat races first and then uh, the clash itself. The heat races were important because uh, people needed to qualify. A couple of uh, takeaways from that. The best line, uh, the second last chance qualifier was just a wreck wreck fest. Mm -hmm. One after another. The the quote of the day was, well, they uh, were talking in the booth. They asked who they thought was going to win. And they said, well, I think right now, I think the pace car looks good. <laughs> what was your take on that, on on the setup at the LA Coliseum? They actually built that. Well, race. you know, my, well, I'll, I'll give you a family. Uh, I don't mind because I grew up going to a short track. That's mm-hmm. like going to your local, like going to Star Speedway or in my case, Seekonk Speedway. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's. There were quarter-mile tracks, and that's how they raced. And it was interesting to see those cars on a quarter-mile track. I mean, the venue itself was beautiful. I mean, you could look out and see the uh, San Gabriel Mountains in the background. They had a good crowd. It was at the uh, L.A. Coliseum. (laughs) But my wife said she did not like it because it said said it was making her dizzy because all of the yeah, straightaways was. were so short yeah, that it yeah. seemed like all they were doing was turning yeah i agree i agree i i, I it was it took a little uh, getting used to and they had that one camera angle from one end zone or one one end yeah. it was kind of you know gave it a kind of a weird perspective yeah well joey logano comes up with the win kyle bush came in second and and your guy yeah. your guy blaney he came in what about 12th i think it was well he got wrecked uh, by Eric Jones, put him in the wall, and he lost. So he was two laps behind at the end, uh, and he was none too happy either well, we about got, getting wrecked. We got a week off from NASCAR. The big start of the season comes up following the Super Bowl with the Daytona 500. Looking forward to that. Bill- yes. Yeah. One one other thing uh, takeaway from the clash, I think. Brad Kozlowski better be sitting there saying, I think I made a mistake leaving Penske Mm. and going to Jack Roush because he didn't have speed at all. And he didn't even make the feature. So it's kind of, I mean, he's a former NASCAR champion. And he, the car he was driving didn't have enough speed to even make feature the feature event i mean he finished in his heat he finished even in the last chance qualifier the one that everybody kept wrecking he still he finished sixth the funny thing is sometimes people make that one step too many yeah. and it cost them 
let's get down to the Super Bowl. Uh, we have an interesting matchup. What are you thinking? Okay, I think the Rams are going to win, even though I would love to see Cincinnati win. Uh, but I, I believe the Rams are going to win. You got to give me a score. I got to give you a score? Yeah. I'm going to say it's going to be 28-17. 28-17, okay. And now a tiebreaker uh, will be, let's see, first up, who do you think will score first? The Rams. And will it be a TD or will it be a field goal? It will be a TD. All right. Okay. Now, this is the other part of our, our question for you today. The part of our show, since we were talking about chili, uh, Super Bowl eats. What what What's when you guys get together to watch the game on Super Bowl Sunday? What is it that uh, the Taylor family likes to eat? Uh, you know, I'm going to say pizza. I mean, only because. My wife enjoys watching it also, and it depends, you know, if she wants to cook earlier, because the male member of the Taylor family does not cook. <laughs> <laughs> I will grill, but I will, I don't, no, I'm a disaster in the kitchen, but I, this isn't grilling weather. It's a toss-up. I think pizza... Uh, the, the unscientific study that I've either taken or read is it pizza, uh, chicken wings, and chili seem to be the three biggies, and then ribs and uh, tips seem to be in that mix too. So it depends upon who you're talking to and who has the time to cook it. This chili I've been talking about, it's real quick and easy to make and uh, fun to eat. <laughs> is it seven alarm chili or what? No, no. See, I make it so it's tasty. <laughs> But if you want to spice it up and you want flames coming out your ears or wherever, you can put your hot sauces in and do your thing. I put it just enough so it is a chili. Okay. Now I'm going to ask you a couple of questions about your chili. Okay. What do you use for meat? Are you a burger guy or are you a turkey guy or are you, uh, what are you? I, this is the surprise people have seen is that I use vegan. It's a soy vegan meat and i've cooked it and people i know are big meat eaters have been surprised that it wasn't some real fancy hamburger it it doesn't have a, a level of grease so that you could kind of either freeze it or warm it up a couple of days later and it's still good you don't have to have that you know, kind of mm, aftertaste dark red kidney beans or light red kidney beans or black beans a or mix, a mix whatever and that's a the, mix. it's whatever people want some people want to cook from scratch god love them you know they can do everything fresh and, and chop up the onions i use i use pre-chopped everything so it's ready to rock and roll you put it in the pan simmer it up and you got chili in about 15 minutes so i can actually make it during halftime and eat it so you'll be wrapping and eating yeah wrapping and eating <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> definitely wanted to get your input on the super bowl and uh, what you're going to be eating during the super bowl and uh, you guys have a fun day on sunday and then in two weeks, like you were saying, in two weeks, it's back to the races again. NASCAR kicks it off, Daytona 500. So aside from the, the the equipment truck leaving Fenway Park to go down to spring training, which right now is in limbo, we know the Daytona 500 means springs around the corner, right? That's correct. All right. Before we get to Sam Bruno, Sam, hang on. We'll get to your prediction in a second. All I wanted to say was that 
we've done an unscientific poll of <laughs> folks this week. <laughs> Anybody that wanted to give their opinion on who's going to win the Super Bowl. And I, I, it was a consensus. Everybody said basically the same thing. I want to see Cincinnati win, but I'm taking the Rams. <laughs> Except for one guy, one person agrees with me. All right, I'm going to put you on the spot, Sam. This is your Super Bowl pick, and I need a score, too. Oh, boy. Okay, then you're asking for it, and it's here, here it goes. I, have, I, I can make this pick with the utmost confidence for a number of reasons. Uh, first of all, uh, I looked at the Cincinnati Bengals, who have nothing to lose. I mean, they're playing with house money right now. Uh, no one thought that they were going to be there. They've got a quarterback that reminds me a lot of Tom Brady when uh, he was bringing the Patriots against the greatest show on turf against the St. Louis Rams uh, back in the early 2000s. So there's a lot of comparison there. Uh, on the other side, you've got the Los Angeles Rams who are playing at home. They're playing in SoFi Stadium. Uh, they've won the close games. They've got their... Uh, without making a, making a lot of mistakes. Uh, Sean McVay, uh, the head coach of the Los Angeles Rams, last time he was in the Super Bowl, his team only scored three points, and that was against the Patriots. So when I think about uh, these two teams going up against each other, you look at the rosters of both team, teams, and there's no comparison. L.A. has got the, the defense. They've got these star players on offense. Uh, they've got the veterans who are there. They've got a lot of people who certainly uh, can make things happen. Cincinnati, uh, I think, just has a few too many stars in their eyes right now. I think, I think they're going to get to L.A. and they're going to be swamped by the media attention. And uh, they're just going to be there to uh, have a nice week in the sun uh, against the Los Angeles Rams. So I think when, when all is said and done on February 13th at 1030 at night, uh, I think what you're going to see is a big Los Angeles Rams win. Uh, I think right now they're four-point favorites. Uh, I think that's way too low. Um, I think the Los Angeles Rams are going to win comfortably in this this one, and they're going to lead from start to finish. So uh, I have no problems in picking the Rams over the Cincinnati Bengals, and I'll say the final score is probably going to be something like uh, 35-17 uh, Rams. Uh, over the Cincinnati Bengals. Hmm. Interesting. And what's your food selection during halftime or any time during the, the game? It's um, definitely um, uh, salty snacks before uh, the game and during the first half, uh, munchies. And uh, definitely at halftime, it's pizza. Uh, <laughs> pizza, pizza, and more pizza. Uh, during the Super Bowl. <laughs> number one, number two, and number three, not necessarily in that order. I'll try to do some homework and find out what the official one is at the end of, at the end of this Super Bowl. But pizza, wings, and chili are always one, two, and three. <laughs> and then ribs are somewhere in there, too. And I'll tell you, Sam, I, I went with them in the playoffs, and I'm going to stick with them in the Super Bowl. I think I'm calling for an upset. Another Joe. Joe Namath years ago, and how about Joe Burrows, an Ohio boy? He uh, he's gonna uh, he's gonna pull it off. His quarterback, yeah, he he showed some finesse in that game, and I, I'm gonna call for an upset, 27-21, and it's in favor of the Bengals. We'll see. We shall see. When you were talking about your Joes, you forgot about Joe Montana. Oh yeah, Joe Montana. <laughs> yeah, Joe Montana. That's right. Yeah, Joe Montana. You're absolutely right. We forgot about Joe Montana. There's another Joe. So, uh, and Joe, hey, Joe Cap. 
Joe Cap was the Joe Minnesota Cap. Vikings. How how long ago? But you know, he was a Patriot too. Any other Joes we can come up with? Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. <laughs> Super See, Bowl Joes. Super okay. Bowl Joes. Okay. <laughs> <I love it. laughs> Don't count out a guy named Joe. <laughs> and now let's go to one more person and our two-minute drill, a special uh, Hall of Famer. I couldn't get Bill Belichick, but I did get a Hall of Famer with the same initials, BB, Bill Ball, coach of the Exeter Blue Hawks, with his pick on the Super Bowl. I'm going to go to the Rams. Um, Stafford's playing great. He had a couple of drops the last week that cost him early. I think that would have been a different game. Um Defensively, they're tough up front with Donald and Vaughn Miller and that crew. Ramsey on the back end. Um, uh, and they'll have to be good on the back end because of Chase and the guys that the Bengals have. But uh, I do like the Rams. I'll go L.A. 35, Bengals 21. Thanks to Coach Bill Ball for his prediction. And thanks to our panel today, Roger Brown. Coach Bill Taylor, Sam Bruno, a reminder, go to YouTube and look up the video version of the Seco Sports Forum as well. Check out our episodes, but especially this one, the latest one, Lucky Number 77, our Super Bowl special. And we feature professional chef Denise Landis, the cook's cook, preparing big game treats like wings and also a special salad with the all-time favorite, bacon, as an important ingredient. And I make my version of a tasty vegetarian chili. And that's all going to be on the menu for the game. So make sure you subscribe when you go on YouTube and give us a thumbs up. It's appreciated. Now all you do is watch the game and enjoy the food and family and friends and compare notes to next week to see how we all did. Until the next time, this is Sherm Chester inviting you to join us for our next edition of the Seaco Sports Forum. Be sure to subscribe to Exeter TV on YouTube and hit the bell to get notified about new episodes of the Seco Sports Forum and other local content. Follow the Sports Forum team behind the scenes on our Facebook and Twitter pages and send us your game footage and photos to our email. That's secosportsforum.extv at gmail.com. This is Sherm Chester inviting you to join us for the next edition of the Seco Sports Forum. Seco Sports Forum.